I'm calling this a community audio novella. The storyline hops around a bit. It was recorded June 16th, 18th, 19th, and 20th. The episode now is at a stopping point. All guests deserve their own episodes, and I hope to revisit and expand on what these beautiful people contribute to the neighborhood. For now, this is what I have. Best of luck to you, beautiful listeners. Editing reflects my own thought process, but I hope it is accessible to all. I hope Juneteenth was meaningful, Father's Day was lovely, and summer solstice was long and hot. Enjoy pride, summer, and community. I love you all, and see you around the community. Let it be loud as the roll. Speaking with today. You have the pleasure of Iris Denise, girl. Now I forgot the end of it. <laughs> Do you remember when the first time you sang that was? My graduation. Graduation. High school graduation. High school. Where were you at that point? High Park High School. High Park Academy. Okay. 1972. That's where you you graduated high school. When did you move to Uptown? After I graduated from DePaul. I want to do like a theme on variations of uh, lift every voice and sing. Mm -hmm. And since you're both kind of doing voice, um, lift every voice. um, Well, I didn't know if you wanted to add anything to that. Um, Well, let me just put it this way. I think we need all kinds of voices in support of affordable housing. My name is Mike Rohrbeck. I'm the executive director of Voice of the People in Uptown. We're an affordable housing group that's been around for more than 50 years and want to be for another 50 years. You were in Uptown for how many years? Ooh. <laughs> I've been on the north side period for 25. I was in Uptown for eight. After Uptown, I moved to Rogers. This this is a wonderful, tight-knit community, Uptown. Um, I lived in Edgewater, Uptown, and Rogers Park, so I know everything between here and Evanston, and and I love the people. The people somehow have a spirit that is a sweet spirit. They have a spirit that uh, it, it affords us it affords us and demands of us that we go out and and be a good person, a good neighbor to our fellow American, our fellow brothers. It makes no difference where you're from in the world. If you're here, you're us. Again, my name, they call me Ra. Um, I've done so many things, but um, just right now, um, my name is Ramon Roman. Um, well... I guess your your memories of uptown in the summer 
are great. I'm going to tell you, Salvation Army had a fair I used to participate in. Uh, we would set it up and everything. Oh, and so I, I miss those fairs. Um, uh, okay. It was so... I was... You... What is the name of the organization you in? One Chicago? Whatever. One North Side? One North Side. One North Side used to be called Oni. Yeah. Okay. And I was in that. I traveled with her to New York, Washington, Nevada, Texas. I mean, every time you looked up, I was. Hello. Hello, everyone. My name is Tamara. I am a board member and the fundraising chair of Voice of the People. I want to thank you, thank you, thank you for coming out and joining us on this great day. Uh, me, Tamara Clark, uh, her father was the founder of the 63rd Street Drumming Circle out in Rainbow Beach. And um, I met her maybe 20 years ago. She became a student of mine. Um, back and forth to Rainbow Beach, and it was a wonderful thing. We still go out there Sundays. We barbecue. We just have a great time. 40, 50 drummers with different instruments. So it becomes a uh, We're saying that today was good uh, because tomorrow is very busy. Yes. What are your roles tomorrow? Tomorrow. He wants us to kill that. Okay. Let me kill the music for a minute. No. No, you're good. Yeah. And so, yeah, so one of the things that we want to do, he's getting ready to do a, a DJ check over here, so um, you might have to turn your mic off. Yeah. But, um, and, and I, I love the idea. This is, uh, you could you could edit, right? You could yeah. do it. Nice, nice. Um, I think this will be fine. Okay. Yeah, yesterday I was recording and there was a DJ <laughs> and it was right across the street from the firehouse. Ooh, so, oh <laughs> so you have a lot of editing to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who do I have the pleasure of speaking with today? Elsie Hector Hernandez. Another conversation with you, but I wanted to talk um, today about the Haitian American Museum. And I'm, so you're open on Sunday. And today is Father's Day and Juneteenth. Well, usually it's busy on Sundays, okay. but um, um, it doesn't really, it's not constant, you know, it's not consistent. Um, but usually we do have people coming, so today is a slower day. Okay, yeah, probably because of the holidays. Uh, and because it's Father's Day, there's uh, something that was stuck out to me was that the, the the president was assassinated. Right, last year. Yeah, and Haiti is without that father figure. Exactly, and he had kids. He had kids. So oh. they don't have their father at this time, yes. And my name is Papo, Biz MC, and 100% of all the DJ services uh, and, and music services are free of charge for today to voice of the people and to the people of Uptown. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. In addition, there is uh, some cards on top of uh, this speaker here. 
And uh, you can hear my music online at mixcloud.com. Free music. It doesn't cost anything. So if you want to continue to jam after the Juke Heat celebration, grab a card, put on your phone, put your headphones on, and get on down. Yes, sir. Peter's here today. Oh, cute. <laughs> Talking to the fuzzy ball. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? My name is Molly. Okay. And you're a volunteer with yes. uh, Voice of the People? Yes. My best friend is a, works with Voice of the People. Okay. And um, it's a sounds like a great organization to uh, assist with um, housing issues, in particularly uptown area that is gentrification. Snack distribution, is that, that your Yes, role? snack distribution is a integral part of daily life, yeah. especially for me being <laughs> a bed slot. <laughs> yes, yes. Snack allocation is a, a much overlooked field. Yeah. Which needs more attention, if you ask me, in this in this world today. Well, I guess with I, we are prioritizing roles tomorrow. Your pastor, your uh, father. Uh, it's everything. And tomorrow, uh, I think um, I got two two groups that want me to play with them. Uh, okay. One is in uh, one is of course the um, the Boricua Nation, which is um, a Puerto Rican group out in Humble Park. And they throw these festivities where they do like, they cook, uh, you know, they cook, they do barbecues for maybe a thousand people. So everybody that comes through, hey, you want some food, and they give it to you. You know, that's a, this is out of their pocket that they do this, and 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 just wanna just wanna expand. Just like I said, they wanna they wanna do what they have to do, and that's be active in your community. Yeah, I'm just uh, wanting to talk about uh, all the voices here at uh, the Resource Center. Uh, and you're here with Care for Real. Yeah, so Care for... I'm sorry. Yeah, Care for Real is an amazing organization. We do food, distribution, pet supplies, and clothing. Um, I've personally volunteered at all aspects of those. And, you know, all smiling faces. Everybody there is so happy and eager to help. And, you know, the people that we're helping, they're also super amazing. I love talking to them. Um, and it's just, it's just a great time, yeah. I... Uh, uh, who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? Jeremy. Jeremy. Uh, you said you had benefited for Care for Real before, now you're contributing. Yeah, so I actually, I didn't live in this area. Had I been when I was younger, definitely this place would have helped me a lot. Um, when I was younger, it was the churches in the area that helped my mother. It was a single mother who was raising four boys completely on her own. So places that would give us food so similar to Care for Real, uh, what would help us be stable, you know, in trying times. Have you been to any other station? I haven't. I've been just working the station here. So I haven't had the pleasure of speaking to everybody. But uh, I'm just, just like out of ear, I've been hearing a lot of great things about everyone else here as well. Yeah, a lot of things around, but I'm glad this is part of the community. People with low income to help keep our community diverse. And as I go along, I would like to thank our sponsors, the 46 Ward Democrats, All Clean Services, Authentic Insight Center, 
Care for Real, Chicago Community Learning of Juneteenth. Yes. And we're on Juneteenth Jubilee. Yes. Before, before Juneteenth. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're at the resource chair. Yes. Uh, and yeah, we're at the snack station. Yes. Okay. Snack station at uh, on the campus, the beautiful campus of um, Truman College, right? Yeah. In Chicago, uptown. Yeah. 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 You taught drumming here at Truman? I did. I had, um, well, there were students that were from Truman and they were looking to learn uh, different patterns of drumming. So they actually came. Uh, I guess we kind of do a little bit of theme and variation on like the, the rope, lift, lift every voice and sing. Mm. Um, as far as the uh, official. Anthem. Memories of summer um, in general. Fourth uh, of July was kind of a focal point for a while for summer for me, and now Juneteenth is entering into my headspace, and I think the national headspace. Finally. Finally. It took them a long time I, to I think of it as a, well, we have Memorial Day as kind of a summer kickoff holiday, and Juneteenth marks a, um, the summer eve. I think summer is June 21st, or summer solstice. Mm -hmm. So Juneteenth for you, uh, I know your your dad was pretty influential on historical accuracy. Yeah. Uh, my mother uh, really was telling me about some of the history of the Civil War. Museum of Haitian Americans on Broadway. Uh, uh, Leland and Racine, right by One North Side and the Buddhist Temple of Chicago. It's like a I've little. That's why I said that. My grandmother is from Haiti, and my mother was from Jamaica. Okay. I, uh, yeah, and so that gave me a little bit of another angle with Father's Day, because the president was assassinated last year the president of Haiti uh, yeah that was the first picture amongst a lot of pictures in the Haitian American Museum of Chicago and we're at Racine um, Racine and Leland are like a couple, maybe one door down <laughs> 4654 North Racine what do you think about that angle about Father's Day okay. being a kind of a protection angle? Look around so much, but um, uh, I know that one gentleman is uh, uh, We are going to be learning two different things. One, we're going to be learning physical skills, pretty much ways to break somebody down. We're also going to learn how to hold a microphone so it doesn't provide feedback. 
The other thing is we're going to learn some mental skills. These are the things that when you feel uncomfortable, that you can do to help yourself feel uncomfortable again. And before the end, we're actually going to open up. If you, anyone here has any specific questions that you would like to see answers to, anything that's like makes you uncomfortable, you're welcome to ask and we will teach you right here, right now what to do. Is that fair? Okay, first off, you need to know how to set boundaries. Jean-Baptiste Point du Sarbo, the first non-native resident who happened to be a Haitian, so yes, he was the first founder of Chicago itself, not the land, but uh, the business side in the city itself. He was the first non-resident that purchased a house in Chicago. Chicago. Correlation with commercial, <laughs> commercial interests, and that's why I want to just stay humanity-driven um, with the, the podcast. Um, all right. You know, lower income and and people with just unstable housing or employment opportunities often get displaced. In in you know, traded off, if you will, for businesses that cater to people who are already pretty humanitarian revolution, right? Uh, human rights revolution. Uh, so it was about slave revolution. It's the only country in the world that the slaves actually liberated themselves. And at the time, French was, or United States at that time, a very powerful country and little Haiti, a little island in the Caribbean, was able to defeat Napoleon. So therefore, the history has been put under the carpet, right? Has been hidden. But Haitian Revolution is one of the major um, human rights um, revolution that you've ever seen. Okay, so it is, however, because it's a black slave revolution, it hasn't been promoted as such. Um, and so the Haitian American Museum are there to kind of give that aspect to it, that narrative to it. So the revolution started and um, 14th of August, 1791. So okay. it actually took 13 years to be independent. So the day January 1st, 1804, is when we celebrate the Independence Day. Okay. So there's a whole, the food itself has a historical background, the soup itself. Soup Jumu is okay. an indication that every Haitian in, July, in January 1st um, make that soup to celebrate the revolution oh. all over the world. Uh, in being conscious of your time, um, we don't have to talk about all of the art. There's a lot, a lot of art. How many pieces? Yeah, there's much more pieces because of the size of the museum, which is less than 500 square feet. Yeah. Um, we were able to put these kind of images here, but we have much more larger and much more pieces, which people could is gonna be able to see. They're gonna be able to see um, in the fall, as okay. we move to the new space from 500 square feet to 2,500 square feet. So yeah. they will be able to see much more of the collection because this is just a drop in the bucket. 
collection, <laughs> even though you see a lot of paintings, yeah. but there's much more okay. to be shown to the public. And so hopefully um, yeah. August 27th from two to seven, they'll be able to come and see the, the collection. Including more voices, we're at Voice of the People yesterday and the Juneteenth um, song, anthem, it, uh, lift every voice and sing. Here it is including more art and art as an expression and uh, contributing to this, uh, I think, rich history and all the color. Spanish name, so Catalan, Catalan Spanish name, but I'm um, from Morocco and I speak Arabic, I speak French, I speak Spanish, uh, Swahili, Bantu, Kitu. So I, I thank God that I'm able to, again, use those things, those God-given gifts and then make the community better, make the world better. We start in our community because that's where we live, but then we expand to the community to the left, to the right, north and south. And then before you know it, we're in America doing everything. And then hopefully from that point, we can even elevate and go to another country. You know, um, the resources are appearing and we have to take advantage of, of uh, what we see, what we have in order to so, just move forward. And we're not talking about just black people. Okay. White people, Hispanic, yeah. Chinese. I mean, the housing situation. That's another thing we really need to concentrate on. Yeah. If, if, with the housing that's high, if I... So you have to lift every voice, not to just... Everybody, every person is valuable, but also advocating for affordable housing. It sounds like you're Chicago taking my, home. my messaging. I yeah, like right. that. I'll leave, I'll leave you guys yeah. Oh, okay. thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, oftentimes, how we've spoken to the issue in the past has been on an individual project by project basis or it might have been some organization having a challenge or an opportunity. But it's not necessarily always been the community coming together as a whole. And what I'm sensing is that there's an increasing groundswell that, hey, affordable housing is exactly what we need. It's what we need to have to preserve the diversity we have in the community, to sustain um, economic justice, and uh, it's, it's, it's what we need just to have a better quality of life as a diverse community. So this is kind of where uh, events like this are kind of cool, where we're able to come together and uh, without, without an agenda that's our self-interest, but just coming together as community. Uh, association with voice, lift every voice and sing, and, yeah. and voice of the people. Do you sing? All right, ladies no, I'm a bad singer. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have a speaker here. Someone okay. born and raised like. in Uptown. Someone genuinely, genuinely concerned about what happens in Uptown. Let's give it up for Angela Clay. Angela? Come on. Leadership of black people 
for all, putting, providing leadership for all poor, working, and progressive people for the best kind of society we could possibly live in. Angela Clay grew up in Uptown. She was once president of the Voice of the People Board. She grew up in Voice of the People Housing. Um, went to Uplift High School, got a degree uh, in urban in urban policy, um, came back to the community, didn't leave to go off to the suburbs, came back to the community, has worked tirelessly with groups like Crumble Links um, to assure the youth the future. And I'll say, since this is Juneteenth and we're non-political, but we're about people's power, that four years ago, Angela, very late in the game, decided to jump in for Alderman so we'd have a real uptown homegrown candidate. Without further ado, here's Angela Clay. All right, if you can hear me say peace, love, respect for myself, peace, love, respect for my community, peace, love, Respect for my city. Ashe. 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 I want to just say thank y'all for having me today. I think this event is beautiful. Can we give a round of applause to Voice of the People for bringing us all out today? Okay. You can't be active in your community. That means you're not active in your house. That's how I feel. If you're not active in your community, you're not active in your house. And if you can't be active in your house, you can't do the community no good. But once you become an activist in your own home, that means you set rules, you, you, you govern, you, you, you love everybody, you provide when uh, someone needs something. This is what you do. That's the same uh, platform that you bring out to the community. And when you have it in the community, by all means, express it, learn how to, because uh, there's a saying that comes from the Bible that says it is better to give than to receive. And people don't understand the concept of that. That joy of giving is ultimate and way above a, what, what you got from me. No, it ain't about what you got from me no more. It's about what can I do for you? What can I give you? How can I make you grow? How can I make you richer? How active are you in this community with uh, Voice for the People? Well, like I said, my friend works for them, and um, I try to just kind of be her support. Because it's a lot of, you know, as a nonprofit, nonprofit, you know, people work their butts off to try to help others, you know, and any extra support they can get is, I'm sure, appreciated, you know. It's about, I'm not really good at anything myself, so I, all I can do is offer to be around and work the snack table or, you know. One of the angles I like to explore is contributing and appreciating. And just by appreciating, you're contributing. By contributing, you're appreciating. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's a good, that's very reaffirming because, you know, sometimes people really don't know what they can do to help. Yeah. They, you know, we get, everybody gets sort of sucked up into the swirl of, you know, how do you... You know, Uptown has a history of being like kind of a rough neighborhood 40, 50 years ago. I mean, there's a lot of um, some downsides to it at the time, you know, and housing was maybe affordable, but it wasn't not great housing. It was not safe, clean housing. So, you know, it's a very fine line between what's affordable and then overpriced and then gentrification. And, you know, 
so many things that tie a community together versus breaking up a community. The ne we, we get rid of the negativity. We only thrive on the positivity. And so um, I have a term, it's called um, absolutely positively. So who do I have the pleasure of speaking with today? You have the pleasure of Iris Denise Gerla. <laughs> Iris Denise Gerla. Yeah. This is a retroactive recording. That's for That's... you, sir. That rocking chair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> you need it. So we, yeah. We've, we've had our dinner, and other people are having theirs at the Catholic Workers' now, House. That's something I would do. What he's doing now, take the shoes off, yeah. enjoy the food. And I like it better, you know, I like it over here. We are both kind of moving closer to the neighborhood, and we are both consistently going to the Catholic workers, and hopefully I can get them, get more of them, on the, the podcast. I think I missed my window when we were recording for Memorial Day. But hopefully hopefully in the future out we're we're gonna be we're gonna be there once a week and we can be be talking to more people. But I think I didn't know that it was homeless people living there. Yeah. Yeah, well um a a mixture. And I think that's that's a pocket of hope, and something that we've we've went to before when uh, we were just I think we we're both experiencing some low points, and we're able to see what can happen, and tears are not spilt when there's a diverse group of people people that have housing, people that are experiencing unhousing or more transient people, but uh, there's, um, there's hope. You want to do one more? One more? Uh, one, take, take two of uh, Left Under Repeat Hope. after me one more time. Love. Love. True. True. Peace. Peace. For myself. For myself. Love. Love. True. Peace for my community. Love. True. Peace for my community. Haiti and the Haitian Museum is it. And we forgot to mention that the Haitian Museum in Chicago is the second museum in the United States, oh, wow. <laughs> in okay. the country. Um, the first one is in Florida, in the Little Haiti. Okay. And then the second one is here in Chicago, Haitian yeah. American Museum. So we wow. represent the whole Midwest <laughs> in the west side of the country. So, yeah. And you're we, alive and well and growing. And, yeah, and growing. So we are <laughs> so great. proud that the Chicago gave us the opportunity to to promote and uh, the resiliency and the vibrancy of the Haitian, not only the art but the history and the culture, uh, to share with the people in Chicago. Okay.
Thank you. I was riding around seeing if there was anybody having a party. <laughs> I could record people, but I didn't see anybody, so I came here. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you came. I'm glad you came. I'm glad <laughs> Me too. This is great.